towards you that song is a grace, um, and particularly the last verse. And it, and it reminded me um, of a, a statement that I heard during the week, which says um, that sometimes um, we often live like this is the only place we're going to inhabit, um, and it's not. <laughs> and certainly, Paul didn't live like that. Um, if I'm honest, this morning, um, like I, I've been reading this book all week, I was going over it and over it and over it, and I feel so unqualified to stand up here this morning, I really do. Um, and that's not Paul's being just in any way, shape, or form. I'm not trying to have, you know, um, sound like a holy in any way, shape, or form. I, I genuinely don't feel qualified to, to speak about this. Um, this book is filled with very profound statements. Um, just, if I'm honest, I feel worlds apart from what I'm church here to imitate that you know the Christ is our example and he was asking the church to continue to live out the Jesus story if you like in their own lives um, and uh, and also I kind of found it maybe right to say that one day every knee will bow before God whether willingly or unwillingly every knee will bow before him um,
genuine, yet regarded as impostors, known, yet regarded as unknown, dying, and yet we live on, beaten, and yet not killed, sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, poor, yet making many rich, having nothing, and yet possessing everything. And, um, you know, this, here is Paul, like, in, in, a, in, a, you know, in a Roman prison. I mean, he's, this, is, this isn't a theory that he's talking about, like, it's not like, you know, something that he's just telling you. I mean, it's from his experience, you know, he's speaking about always rejoicing, you know, in these things. And I'm thinking, how, like, you know, how is this? You know, you can see from the, from, um, you can see from his letter here that um, he's not feeling sorry for himself. I mean, I, I, you know, he says that in actual fact, his focus wasn't on himself, it was on the, the people of his church. You know, he's saying that, uh, no, I, uh, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy. He wasn't just praying for them, but he was praying with joy. And praying for them from a prison. And a Roman prison at that, which was no picnic, no walk in the park. Like, it was from a prison that he was, that he was praying for them. Um, I mean, that's just hurting me to say, oh God, get me out of here. You know, like, <laughs> I'm not sure whether his focus would, would be on other people. I think it might have been on himself. Um, but he talks about his imprisonment being used to advance the gospel. And when I was listening to Regan this morning, you know, talking about, you know, that guy, Olaf, you know, and, and, and saying, looking at him and saying, there's something different about him, you know, and, and Paul was talking about his imprisonment being used to advance the gospel. Um, he was the talk of the prison. He says that the whole palace guard was aware that he'd been changed for Christ. What were they seeing in Paul? You know, what was, what, how was he witnessing? What conversations were going on? You know, and not only did it, you know, did it advance the gospel, you know, the purpose for the, him being in prison, how many, how many people got saved? How many people were, what were they seeing in Paul? This joy and this man that was in chains. You know, uh, there was something different about Paul, certainly that the whole place was talking about. You know, he was being a real witness for Christ. Um, and also because of, uh, the, uh, because of what was going on in the prison and other people. Genuinely a sense, I think, of when you look at people that are going through hard times. 
imprisonment and uh, his times of, of poverty became his greatest teachers. Um, he was able to say that even his execution in, in, in a Roman prison wasn't the worst thing that could have happened to him. That wasn't his greatest sacrifice. His greatest sacrifice was I think out of the whole book, maybe chapter four of, of the book kind of spoke the most to me. Um, and it was this um, this thing about rejoicing and, and rejoicing always. It, did, it doesn't say rejoice when good things are happening. It doesn't say, you know, rejoice when everything's falling into place for you. It says rejoice always, you know. Rejoice is it's associated with the 
This word think is to dwell. It means to dwell, meditate, to stay. It's not just these kind of fleeting thoughts, you know, and you know, it's, it's, it's where you dwell, where you stay in your mind, where you, you know, where, what you're meditating on. What you think is critical. You get out of your life what you think. Um, the word of God says, as a man thinketh, so he is. focused on um, what is it, it that, you, that you long for and cherish in your heart and mind if our thoughts if you say today we could put our thoughts up on a screen you know if everybody could go up and put their thoughts up on the screen would you be okay with that like, would you be okay with everybody looking at them and we can see here and it's a very intimate thing what's going on in your mind because we only know it's only us and God knows I mean I can see I don't know what you're thinking I don't know what anybody's thinking you don't know what I'm thinking but what you know but it's important what we think um, are the things that you long for in your heart and the things that occupy your mind are they selfish worldly things you know so, uh, and uh, you know we're told to set our mind and our hearts on things above um, and not on earthly things um, what we think about what we long for what we cherish in our hearts affects how we relate to God it affects how we relate to each other and it can even affect our physical bodies telling you what to focus uh, on, what to focus your mind on. And it says, you know, wh whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is true, you know, these, these are lists that you can gauge yourself on. You know, is, is what I'm saying in your mind, is it true? And you know, sometimes the enemy can even use those things, and sometimes it can be, you know, when you fail, when you fall, you know, when you, you, you go to a place in your mind, oh God can't, you know, deal with me anymore, I, I can't come back to God, I can't, you know, is, is that true? Is it true what you're thinking? Are the things you're thinking true? Um, the most powerful weapon that the enemy um, has over us is to get us to focus on what is not true. You know, he, he sows the seed of falsehood. You meditate on it, and it affects the way you live. And you know, and that, that really is true. Like, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a powerful weapon. I mean, I've often gone in my mind where I'm, I'm making movies. I'm on the sequel then. It's like, you know, it's, you're going around with things in your mind, fighting with yourself, fighting with things, like, scenarios, like, it's like, really intriguing, and how you have to keep pulling yourself back, like, to, is it actually true what I'm thinking here? You know, where am I going with all of this in my mind? Like, it can drive you mad, really intriguing, and can have effect on your, your physical well-being, your, your mental health, you know, is, is it true what you're thinking? Um, is it honourable? You know, it is, it, are the things that we're thinking commendable? Are your thoughts pure? You know, these are the things that, you know, uh, is it excellent? Is it praiseworthy? You know, they're the things that God wants us to focus on, to focus our mind on. Um, and it's not just about, you know, thinking bad things. It's not, you know, it's that sometimes the things we long for and love can be harmful, you know, if they're taking us away from God. Um, yeah, and, and he just says, above all else, you know, above all else, guard your heart, what is this, the wellspring of life. Above all else, guard your heart. You know, God says that he will give us peace when we focus on these things.
it's, it's an amazing book. Um, it, I'd love to say, I know that Paul does say in the middle of it, um, 